Welcome to the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Wilder, certified mindset coach and personal development junkie. I'm a positivity queen and a huge advocate for living your wildest life. Here's to us girls, the dreamers, the doers, the ones that live unapologetically and always want more. Each week, I'll be dishing out quick mindset tips and interviews with people who are following their dreams and living their wildest life. If you want to learn what it takes to go from broken babe to boss babe, you are in the right place. It starts with your mindset and a whole lot of spiritual tools that we will be sharing too. Now, are you ready to stop letting fear hold you back? Take charge of your life and start living the wildest version of it. Ready, set, let's do this. Okay guys, I am so excited for this week's episode. We are back. I have episodes lined up for every Wednesday until the end of this year. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be freaking epic. Um, As for Mondays, I'm going to switch Mondays over to short episodes like they have been previously. And on Mondays, you'll be either getting channeled messages or um, little nuggets from like previous trainings or mindset tips that I feel like will take you throughout the week. So. Without further ado, this is a long overdue interview episode that I'm so excited to bring to you. And today on the podcast, I have Courtney Barrett. So Courtney is a spiritual nine to five and side hustle coach who helps women launch their coaching businesses on the side of their full time jobs. Using a blend of spiritual and practical strategies, Courtney helps her clients feel fulfilled confident, and abundant in their nine to five while they're balancing building their side hustle with it. Honestly, guys, this interview was so fun and Courtney had so much to share about business, about managing a business while still having a nine to five, what it feels like when you have that inner knowing that you're meant to start a business, but you have a full-time job and basically like tips and tricks to get you from where you currently are to where you want to be. This is all things business, spiritual manifestation. We talk about our shared love of Tony Robbins and it's just a really good one. So I'm so excited to bring Courtney onto the podcast today. I hope you guys love this episode as much as I loved recording it. Welcome, Courtney. I'm so excited to have you on this week's podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um, we, for the listeners, Courtney and I met through Instagram, and we just kind of like <laughs> been in the same circle, been in the same like Facebook groups, and then we finally connected. And I was like, oh my gosh, you need to have this like ray of sunshine on the podcast because like. Everything you post is definitely like savable, shareable, and it's so Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so for the listeners that don't know who you are, if you could just introduce yourself and a little bit more about like what you do, how you got started on your spiritual journey, and how you got started as a coach. 
Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of a long story, but I'll give you guys the abbreviated version. So I'd say like my spiritual journey first kind of kicked off when I was like 10 years old. Um, There were obviously gaps, but my dad was into the secret. So he had that book way back when, and we did like vision boarding together and stuff like that. Um, But obviously, as I started growing up, like going to high school and stuff like that, doing my undergrad, like personal development was the last thing on my mind. So it wasn't like I was fully immersed that whole time. But I read the book, You Are a Badass. Have you read that? Oh my God, yes. And like, you are a badass at making money. Jen yeah, is so just like, oh, she speaks to my heart. Yeah, I actually, I met her at a book signing. Um, But anyway, so the book, it talked about the law of attraction and that kind of like sparked something like, oh, like that sounds interesting. Like I kind of want to learn about that. And I was obsessed with Netflix when I was a student because who wasn't or isn't. Um, And I came across the secret on there again. And then it sparked my mind like, oh, law of attraction. Like this was my dad's book. Like maybe I should watch this and like see what this thing is all about. And immediately something kicked in where it was like, I need to know everything. And obviously now today I know that manifestation extends so much further than just the law of attraction. Um, But I really have to credit the secret for allowing me to like re-engage with that world and go so much deeper. So that's when I really started getting into meditation, learning more about manifesting, um, started getting into like astrology and crystals and the chakras and literally everything like going in that yes, black girl. hole of like spirituality. Yes. And yeah, so that's kind of where it started. And I realized I wanted to be a coach when I started going through like this personal transformation because when I graduated, I graduated with a hotel business degree and I really enjoyed like the business side of things, but like the hotel side, I wasn't really so sure about. So I was just feeling really confused and not sure what to do. And I knew I was out like of school and I had to find something to do. And at the time I was in a long distance relationship. So as soon as I graduated, I like hopped on a plane and moved, (laughs) started a new job. And I was also in the midst of eating disorder recovery. And I had like all of these things going on at once. And I was, you know, in this new city, I didn't really have that many friends. And I was working nine to five and my boyfriend was working in the evenings. So I was spending a lot of time alone, which I'm sure as many of us know, that leads to a lot of introspection. It leads to a lot of self-discovery. And honestly, I was kind of in not so great of a place. I was feeling really unfulfilled. I, I felt like there was more for me out there and I had no clue what it was. I was really unconfident in myself while I was going through this recovery journey. And I started realizing, you know, I have this passion for spirituality. I've been learning about this stuff for a while, but I wasn't actually doing anything with it. And I was that kind of person who would read all of the books, but then skip the activities at the end of the chapter. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. So I was like, you know what? I need to do something about this. Like, I can't just learn all this stuff without putting it into practice and wonder why you know, my life isn't going in the direction that I want. And that's when I ended up starting my first business, which was a product-based business. And although, you know, it's no longer in existence, it was something that gave me a lot of fulfillment and purpose and something that I was really excited to work on and also kind of like helped me dip my toes in the world of online business. And then eventually, you know, months later, as I started really transforming my life and myself, that's when I realized that I wanted to be a coach and I wanted to share with other women what I was learning. So that 
maybe start out and doing like spiritual nine to five coaching. So helping women cultivate like more fulfillment, more confidence and more money in their careers. And then it ended up sort of pivoting and evolving to what it is today where I'm a spiritual side hustle coach and I help women nine to fives, you know, launch their businesses, sign those first clients, but also not feel totally drained from their nine to five while they're building it, balancing the two and still seeing the gratitude and the appreciation for whatever else is going on in their life while they're building this business. So yeah, that's, that's my story. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. And the power of a pivot. We talk about that a lot on here and how like you mm-hmm. start one journey and you're like, this is where it's going to go. And then as you evolve, like your business just evolves with it and like yeah. end up pivoting to just sort of meet your needs and where you're at and where you're going. And that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. exactly. And I, and I started to notice that a lot of times when women were telling me they were feeling unfulfilled in their job, it was because they wanted to start a business, but they didn't know where to start. They didn't know who they wanted to serve. And also they didn't know if they had enough time and energy between their job and their business to make it happen. So it's kind of those questions and also the passion that I was gaining for my own business as I was picking up speed. And also like with my corporate sales experience, my business degree, I used to run social media for one of my past companies. And in my sorority, I was just like, you know what? I love business and I think I'm going to roll with this. That's awesome. I love when like everything just starts aligning and you're like, wait, I've actually been doing this behind the scenes for so long. I just never really like put two and two together that this could actually like be a career or this could like be this. Oh, so good. (laughs) Okay. So you spoke about juggling um, like a nine to five with a side hustle because that's sort of where your business is pivoted. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something important to talk about because you see online all the time, people being like, ditch your nine to five, like go all in right away. Like just do it. And I mean, I'm the biggest believer in like, go for it. However, (laughs) I feel like you also need to have a little bit of a plan. So like starting your business while having a nine to five, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I love that. That's your lane. I love that. That's your niche. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't think that's talked about enough. I don't think that that's like highlighted enough as like, hey, you can start here. And that doesn't mean your business isn't going to be successful. That doesn't mean your business isn't going to like be that spotlight business. Mm -hmm. It just means like this is where you're starting and then you'll get there. So I love that. I like helping them dip their toes. I love it. Um, so let's talk about, uh, if someone's feeling overwhelmed and like burnt out with their job and they can't even think about starting a business, but they just, same thing you said, they're just, they know they're not fulfilled. They know that they're not like listening to their soul's purpose in their nine to five, but that's sort of their financial stability. That's what's keeping the food on their table. Um, and they're already (laughs) burnt out. They're already overwhelmed. Like what is some advice or some tips that you would give them? If they know internally they want that business, they just have no idea where to start. Yeah. So I would say the first step in my journey and a lot of what I recommend to my previous spiritual nine to five clients was doing activities and hobbies in your spare time that really light up a passion in you. Like whether or not there's something that you're monetizing at the moment, it sparks inspiration and it gives us purpose. And I feel like a lot of times we think that purpose only comes from our job and like what we do to like make a living. I I have like quotes around that. You guys can't (laughs) see it. Um, but the truth is that purpose comes from every area of our life. And when we schedule these things that we love into our calendar and put them with the non-negotiables, then they also become non-negotiables because what I realized is when it came to 
like calendars and scheduling myself is that everything on there was always some kind of like obligation of something that I had to be somewhere a certain time or had to, you know, do something for someone else. But there was nothing on my calendar that just fed my soul. And they became when I have time kind of things and not things that really mattered and could be like at the level of all of those other things. So I would just recommend like putting in more time and staying accountable with your calendar of, you know, doing the things that light you up. And that's where you'll start to realize and get ideas for your business and say, you know what, doing these things like light such a passion. I love doing them. I bet there's someone out there can benefit from X, Y, and Z. And then you really just start getting the gears turning, but you also bring your energy back for maybe some activities that you don't enjoy so much because the rest of your time, you're not just scrolling social media and throwing a pity party like I used to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, girl. I talk about having a joy list all the time and like doing one thing a day on it. And Mm -hmm. I know for me personally, I love mornings and that's sort of the me time that I take um, throughout the day. And I know you love mornings and morning rituals. So Mm -hmm. um, let's talk a little bit about that. Like what are some important things that you include in your morning ritual that you would like recommend other people include in their morning rituals? I know broken record over here. I talk about morning rituals like every (laughs) friggin' episode. So it'll be good to hear a different perspective. Um, (laughs) But what are some things that like you are like need to do this every morning or need to be included every day? Yeah. So definitely some kind of meditation. And usually I work to do it for like 10 minutes or so, but if I'm really in a rush, I'm like, you know what, just a few minutes of deep breathing and getting quiet and getting still, if that's all I can do, it's better than skipping it. So some kind of quiet, silent space, um, gratitude every single day. I love writing down five things, just kind of rapid fire that I'm grateful for, because when I first started learning about gratitude, it was kind of like when I remembered, I would be like, oh, like, I guess I'm grateful for this. And, you know, not really making an effort to consciously be grateful and start my day with that. And it's something that makes a huge difference because you realize that you have so much more in your life to appreciate than you'd realize if you just you know, get up and kind of go through the motions and do that one thing after the other and get stuck in that cycle. And I love also like feeling into them. If I like, if I have a day where I have like more time to just kind of chill out and do my morning routine, like I love not only just writing them, actually like picturing myself in the moment for, you know, whatever thing it was. So if it's, you know, something like a event, then I'll visualize being in that moment again. And what it felt like if it's people like visualize a memory with those people, or if it's something in my business, you know, same kind of deal. And when I went to Tony Robbins, like UPW event, he had this, yes. like, yeah, you know, that activity yes. where you like close your eyes and oh. you, you know, think of those grateful moments. Like when you actually tune in and feel them and don't just write them down, it elevates them so much more and doing a little bit of that every day just feels amazing like mm-hmm. the first time I did it nearly brought me to tears <laughs> I was sobbing like a freaking baby and like yeah. I feel into them a lot but even just like being in that space like collectively and just like knowing the shift in energy that was happening in everyone's homes because I did a virtual yeah uh, me too. oh my gosh it was like <laughs> the most magical experience ever and like I get full body chills the minute I put my hand on my heart I have anchor points set on my heart Um, so the minute I put my hand to my heart, it's like full body chills. And I'm just like in that moment, it's the most incredible experience. So Mm -hmm. 
I feel that girl. I feel it. Yeah. I love it. And then another thing I love doing is journaling. So whether that is if I wake up with some kind of fear or limiting belief about something I have to do that day, just kind of like journaling through it first thing. And again, that's something that you can also make really quick. Like you don't have to write pages upon pages if you you know have to go to work or if you have a meeting or something like that for your business. Um, or journaling, kind of like scripting through the day and things that I've got going on and just visualizing them going in the best way possible. And so that's kind of like the three staples every day. And if I have more time, like maybe on the weekends, I'll do like a little EFT tapping. I'll read a bit. Maybe I'll like bring in some crystals or aromatherapy, but the meditation, journaling, and gratitude are like the three anchors. (laughs) I love it. Oh, so important. Um... Okay, so now a topic that everyone loves but is scared to actually dive into. And you talk about it a lot on your Instagram. So if you guys, um, I'll leave the link to follow her in the show notes. So definitely go do that if you're not already following Courtney. But um, a topic that everyone loves and is scared to talk about is money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You've been talking a lot about that lately. So let's talk about that. And just like some ways that you can get into that vibrational alignment with money and abundance call more of it in and just sort of like you were saying with the gratitude, like feel into it and really just like pull that into your life. What are, what are some ways that we can do that? So everyone wants more money. Yeah. So I would say like one of my first bits of advice that was kind of sparked by what you said is to not be afraid to talk about money because I feel like sometimes as women, it's something that we are made afraid to talk about. Like it's something Uh so taboo and something that can be scary And with my most recent uh, money course that I did, a lot of things that the girls were saying afterward is that they felt more comfortable talking about it and, you know, bringing it up to people or at least like having it in their space. And I think that's a really great kind of like first step is to break down that barrier because I love looking at money as a physical manifestation of abundance and seeing it as, you know, a means of exchange, right? And when you can look at it from a more neutral perspective that doesn't have that emotional charge, then it becomes a lot easier to do something with it, right? Whether that's making it, whether that is investing it, spending it, saving it, because you see a lot more purpose behind it. And it's not something that becomes like scary and daunting. And I also, one thing that I've really started digging into lately and talking about a little bit more is, you know, our natural abundance and how, you know, the universe is the most abundant thing out there. So that includes us and and we're all pieces of that, right? And seeing that like inner wealth as like your experiences, your knowledge, what you have to share with the world and that when you're really fully expressing yourself, that's when the outer will match that inner abundance, right? Mm -hmm. And I noticed this show up a lot in my life. So for example, like in a previous job where I wish that I could make more money, but I realized I wasn't expressing to my highest value. Like I wasn't sharing my ideas at work. I wasn't putting myself out there because I thought people would think that, you know, my ideas were silly or maybe they'd be judged. But then I realized, you know, I'm not making more because I'm not contributing more. Right. And that's not necessarily saying we need to like hustle so hard and, you know, be the loudest voice in every room, but it's when we fully express ourselves and we share that we allow that physical abundance to manifest into our lives. So I would just say looking at, you know, whether you have a job or a business, wherever it is that you're showing up, like how much 
value are you sharing? Are you really stepping into showing up and expressing everything that you have to give? Because you have so much to give. And it's not a matter of whether or not you have something to share. It's whether or not people see it and you actually express it that that abundance starts to flow back to you. So yeah, that's something really big that I recommend. And, and even in a business, for example, that could even come up as you know, do you talk about your offers on social media, right? Or are you only talking about them like once a week because you don't want to be too salesy? But what you don't realize is that telling people about your offer is simply, you know, an invitation for them to hear more about how you can serve them, right? And looking at it from a perspective of like, not just you, but also the other person and asking like, what can I share? Because you have something to share. (laughs) Girl, mic drop moment of the episode. <laughs> yeah, Go back and rewind that and listen again, everybody. Like, oh, so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Okay, so one more thing about money. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people say on social media and like Instagram and Facebook, um, like act abundant before you actually are. Like show up as mm-hmm. if. It's like a big important part of manifesting. Um what are some ways to overcome that like imposter syndrome of like, I don't have enough money or that, that feeling of lack around like money and abundance. What are some ways to sort of like act as if and feel into that vibration of already having it mm-hmm. with like maxing out your credit card? Yeah. I love that you say that because <laughs> I feel like sometimes on social media, there can be a lot of pressure to like go out there and buy every item on your vision board today because you're abundant, right? <laughs> and um, really how I see it is like when you act as if when you step into that most abundant version of you, the physical manifestations might not show up on day one. And that doesn't mean that you're not manifesting, right? That doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Like none of that. I really see it as you know, how are you going to show up in your life as if you were the most abundant version of you, if there was no material items to reflect that, right? So when you think about the most abundant version of you, I would recommend just writing down a list of all the intangible things about her and then ask yourself, like, how can I embody these qualities today? Like, does the most abundant version of you walk around with a smile with her head up with her shoulders back or does she walk around you know hunched over and kind of closed off you know does the most abundant version of you share her ideas because she knows that they're worthy does she put herself out there or does she kind of hide on the sidelines right so really stepping into these more intangible qualities to manifest the tangible qualities in time and i think what's really important to remember is that our brains still act in that like survival mode of our caveman ancestors right like I just did a podcast episode about this actually talking a little bit about epic epigenetics and how like in the past if we were being chased by a tiger and our body had an infection like our body would momentarily forget about the infection and try to run out of there as fast as possible and we don't realize that our brains still work this way and if you have a roof over your head if you can feed yourself and clothe yourself like you have everything you need to survive and to live but we get put back in that scarcity mode when we see all of these things out there that we think that we need and we don't have and then it allows us to spiral to fall in that place of lack if we don't have the newest iphone or the newest gucci bag but we don't realize that we're taken care of we're provided for and then to get to that next level you know you need to get out of that scarcity mode because 
you don't even need to be there. <laughs> yep. Oh, so good. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> okay. Before we get on to rapid fire questions, which mm-hmm. I ask every guest, is there anything else you're feeling called to share, talk about, dish, with, like anything? Yeah. This, is, this is your time. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I would say is, you know, whatever your heart is calling you to do, no matter how big it is, no matter how crazy it seems, or if no one in your life is doing those things, like just go out there and do it anyway. And if people judge or people criticize, it has nothing to do with you. And I know like when I first started my business or even before that, when I was taking risks in my own life and I don't know, I've, I've moved around to like three cities in the last couple of years. I do a lot of things that are very radical that some people might think are crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there are things that fulfill me and that I would go around wondering what if, if I didn't do. So if there's something like that for you, just go out there and ask what, what's step one <laughs> and go for it. <laughs> Amazing. Such good advice. I love it. Step out of that comfort zone and just do it. Yes. Love it. Okay. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Let's go. (laughs) So what is a daily practice or ritual that you have to do each and every single day? So this doesn't have to be limited to the morning. This could just kind of be Mm -hmm. like throughout your day. Um, So no matter where you are, who you're with, it's like you have to do this. Yeah. I would say checking in with myself, you know, asking, am I still in that same energy that I was when I did my morning ritual this morning. And if I've fallen out of it, how can I shift and get back into it? (laughs) Okay. Perfect. I love that. Just like a daily check-in. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What's something recent that you've manifested? Ooh, I'd say going full-time in my business. That was something I've been manifesting all year and and it happened. (laughs) Oh my gosh. When did you officially go full-time? About three and a half weeks ago. <gasps> so exciting. So it's really recent. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Um, okay, so yeah. what is a book that you are currently reading? <laughs> yeah, so I'm currently reading A Happy Pocket Full of Money. Okay, sticking with those money books. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh, you're so on brand. I love it. Yeah, this is my life. <laughs> Um, what is a secret obsession that you have? So something that not many people know about you. That's a good question. I would say one of my biggest secret obsessions is how much I love nature. And I mean, I used to live out in the mountains and, you know, planning on going back, but I feel like a lot of people don't know that about me who've met me after that. So yeah, I love hiking. I love being outside. Obviously I have days where I love being all dolled up and have, you know, my cute accessories and stuff like that, but I can also be really down to earth and be outside for, you know, a whole night and do my thing. <laughs> I love that. So much grounding energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Who would you want to be stuck in a 10 minute elevator ride with? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, in today's day and age, nobody, but <laughs> I mean, with a mask, if we're talking COVID, you're on opposite ends of the elevator, yeah. just you two. Oh my gosh. I would be, I would be so excited to be stuck in an elevator with Gabby Bernstein and just like I ask her, her everything I've always wanted to ask. Oh, I met her and I was just like, <gasps> I want to be beside you forever. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. I talked about it in like one of my earlier podcast episodes, but I manifested a trip to New York to go see her for her newest book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were like 200 tickets and they were like completely sold out and then 
they emailed me like three days before and they're like we had an opening and I was like there and I had already had like wow. my flight planned and like everything kind of planned it was just a matter of like checking out so um, oh I need to go yeah, listen to that <laughs> I got to like meet her take a picture with her it was it was so awesome um and I was like we're named twins and it was a thing <laughs> um, I, I love it speaking of her do you have a favorite book of hers that you've yeah I mean I love all of her books mm-hmm. hmm I would say I really like her newest book a lot. I feel like it's a good spin on manifestation because I don't know, like there's so many different messages out there when it comes to how to manifest. And I feel like that book just breaks it down in a way that's really actionable and makes a lot of sense. And is kind of like that no fail, like go-to guide, but they're all amazing. (laughs) I agree. Um, Okay. So we're throwing it back to MDV Cribs. And if I were to pull (laughs) open your fridge right now, what would I find? Yeah. Well, I just shopped yesterday, so thank God it's full. (laughs) Um, But I'm making a really nice dinner tonight. So I have some portobellos. I'm doing like this stuffed recipe with like chickpeas and spinach. It's really, really good. And going to do some steak on the side. So sorry to any vegans out there, but (laughs) no, oh my gosh. I love vegan steak. So good. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I know today's reel was about crystals and fellow crystal junkie over here um what is your favorite stone or crystal Ooh, you can only pick selenite. one <gasps> selenite <laughs> okay all right it's hard and, but... and where do you keep it in your house yeah so I actually have a few different kinds of selenite okay. so I have I have a selenite incense holder which I love um it's always on like the table with the tv and just have it running like all the time. Um, I have like another selenite point that's like pretty tall that I have on my windowsill. And then I have another wand that sits with some of my favorite books. And then I pull it out when I want to meditate with it or hold it in my hands because it's not like perfect, you know, pocket size crystal. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, Okay. And then what is the, your favorite quote or piece of advice that you've ever been given? Ooh, that's tough because there's so many good ones out there. Hmm. Oh my God. I'm at like a loss of work. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> First thing that comes to your mind, what's, what, what's happening? Man. Well, I feel like the best advice I've ever given is probably from my dad. Cause he is also an entrepreneur and he's into this personal development space. And he's really always just like encouraged me to do things that I want to do. And I feel like that's something that's just really guided me along my journey because I've always been kind of individualistic, like not in the sense of like, I don't like being with people, but just in the sense that I'm very like strong-willed and, you know, what I want to do and how I want to live life and that it's okay if your path is different from others. And a lot of paths that I've taken have been very different from friends and family members, but, you know, seeing him do that and be like a walking example and pass that down to me has probably been the big guide in most of my decision making <laughs> I love that that's so beautiful and I love that you guys can like connect on that on that level because I know a lot of people talk about how like their parents yeah. or siblings or like they don't have any understanding of what I'm doing or how I'm doing it so I think that's such a beautiful relationship that you can have that with your dad yeah it's funny because he was kind of like my business coach before I hired a business coach. <laughs> That's amazing. That's literally amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and even when I graduated, he sent me like a few books, like Think and Grow Rich. And I'm just, I'm so grateful. And I know that it's not something that everyone experiences to, you know, have parents that are so like 
in this world. So for me, I don't take it for granted for any second. <laughs> I love it. No, honestly, like it's so funny because like when I was doing UPW, like my dad was like walking behind me. He was like, I've seen this guy at like a seminar before. I used to have his books. I'm like, you know who Tony Robbins is? Like, why <laughs> have you never told me that? I was like, why have you never shared that with me before? This man is like, my dad's like, oh, I, I didn't know that was like a thing still. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah, my dog. My dad's a fan of Tony too, and he's probably like one of the few people that still calls him Anthony Robbins. <laughs> I love it. That makes me my heart so happy. <laughs> like you're like an OG. I love it. Yeah, the tapes and everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I listen to him in a car, but like through like YouTube and podcasts. So I mean, same. <laughs> it, it, we're kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So before we end the episode, I just want you to let everyone know um, any offers you have coming up, where they can find you, where they connect with you and just sort of like where you hang out all the time. Yeah. So I'd say the two places I hang out the most are my Instagram and my Facebook community. So if you want to join the Facebook group, we actually have daily content. I go live in there a couple of times a week to do like free trainings, card polls, Q and A. So lots of good stuff in there. Um, I recently launched my podcast about a month ago and that's been going on uploading like one or two times a week. So there's always new content there. And in terms of current offers that I've got going on, I have spots open for one-to-one coaching for women who want to start their businesses. I also do breathwork sessions to help you release any blocks in your business. That is a really great supplement to mindset work as you know all about. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I just have a few like digital courses on my website and any live programs that come in the future will be talked about on my Instagram. <laughs> okay. So Instagram and Facebook, hang out with you yeah. there. I love it. Okay. So guys, I will post all of the links on where to find her and, um, her website, Instagram and Facebook page in the show notes. So you can just click and find her right away. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, that was magical. And I feel like there was like so many little, like amazing nuggets of wisdom that were thrown. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, that episode was fire. I loved it so much. So lately, if you've been following along on Instagram, you know that I've been connecting a lot more with my guides and accessing the Akashic Records to get collective information and advice and knowledge and also just guide the next steps for me and my business. So A couple days ago when I was connecting, I got this message for the collective and it 100% applies to me as well. So I feel called to share that with you. And this is just a short part of what was downloaded, but I feel like it will go in conjunction with what Courtney and I spoke about and what the affirmation and journal prompt for this week is. So my guides basically channeled through me. You are living in a fear-based world right now and you are playing into your own fears and not taking action on the things available to you. The world is open to many things and they can all be yours if you step out of fear and step into love. Love yourself, your neighbor, the stranger you meet on the street. Treat others as you want to be treated and the opportunities will open itself up to you. You have everything you need. You are just focusing on lack and wanting more. Instead, focus on love. Operate from love. 
shine love and be a beacon of love and everything will fall into place for you. You are starting to find yourself on this journey. So keep going, keep learning and growing and being consistent because you will open up your own doors to things you didn't even know were possible for you. Stop dreaming so small and dream from your heart because if you do, it will all work out perfectly. I don't know about you, but when I received that message, I had tears in my eyes and it was definitely the motivation and the clarity that I needed to continue going forward on some of the big things I have planned for the rest of this year and for 2021. I know that I was getting into my head a lot with fears and doubts around a recent launch that I had. Um, I'll talk about that on Monday's podcast, but I was definitely letting fear get the best of me and letting fear stop me from showing up authentically and fully. And I know that when that was happening, I didn't feel aligned. I didn't feel good. And I know that was just because I was dimming my light and I was letting that fear take over. So I want to ask you guys as part of your journal prompt for the week, what fear are you letting get in the way of your dreams? What fear are you letting rule your life right now? What fear are you focusing on instead of moving forward? Journal all that out. Journal your fears. Journal what's been holding you back. And once you acknowledge it, you will be able to bust through it and move to the next level, which is the whole point of life, the whole point of being a human and living this human existence. It's always becoming better and learning and growing and moving to the next available step. And the only way that'll happen is if we squash our fears so we can take action and move towards that next step, that next level version of ourselves. So acknowledge the fear, squash it, it has no bearing, and then take the action to move towards your dreams. Okay, so that was the journal prompt for the week. And the affirmation for this week that I want you guys to repeat, keep it in a note on your phone, turn it into a phone background on Canva, whatever it will take for you to remember, write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror anything where you will see it constantly and you will be able to either recite it out loud or in your head and just sort of keep it as this reminder for the week. I am courageous and brave and bold and my fears will never hold me back from accomplishing my dreams. Oh, so beautiful. Such a good one. I hope you guys loved this episode. If you do the journal prompts, take a screenshot of it, tag me in it. I'd love to see what fears you're busting through and what the next level version of you looks like because I want to be able to celebrate that with you. And as always, the notes for Courtney are in the show notes. You can go ahead and give her a follow. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, that's where I hang out the most. That's where I post every day and have really fun reels and it's really just a safe space for you to grow in your spirituality and manifestation 
Um, and so again, the links to follow me are in the show notes as well. Um, but you can follow me along on Instagram at Gabriella Wilder with a three. Love you guys. And I will see you on Monday. You are now one step closer to living your wildest life. If you loved this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends. Sharing's good karma. Tag me when you guys listen on Instagram at Gabrielle Wilder. And remember that you can find all of today's info in our show notes. Babe, you are a wild one. So go out and crush those goals and start living your wildest life. You are worth it. Ready, set, see you next week.